This week's episode of Press Pause Radio was recorded locally at the West Inn in conjunction with the Boston Convention Center for PAX East 2013. This is a special Press Pause Radio After Hours episode. Due to that, there is a disclaimer in regards to the audio quality. We're in a hotel full of fucking nerds and it's loud. So you guys are just going to have to deal with the fact that the audio quality isn't up to par and on the usual standard that we normally produce within the studio. That being said, enjoy the After Hours episode and stay tuned for another podcast where we talk pri- proper for uh, Paxi's 2013. You, you, you fucking nerds. <laughs> and mutual connection of Matt J because he's a mouthy bastard. Because well, of games. Because of games. Right, and that's why we're all here. But just to move forward, we're going to play an interesting tabletop game known as Metagame. And to briefly describe the rules, essentially we all draw uh, five choices and we continually draw a fifth choice after expending one out of our hand towards an argument that's basically dictated by a judge. Games, and we, cards are games. That everything's about video games. <laughs> so essentially, we'll try to explain in case anybody gets lost, but essentially we're going to argue a lot about different questions that come at us, and this is all through a card game. So on this table with us today, you've got George, you've got Matt to my right. Go ahead and say hello, Matt. Matthew J, host of Indie Drone. Plugging bastard. All right, keep going, everybody. Come on, let's do this. My name's Craig. I will be the judge of the evening. My name's Steve. I'm new to this game. My name is Craig, and uh, not related to other Craig, and I'm a PAX participant. I'm Purnell, and I will be the Purnell of this evening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin. I have no fucking clue what I'm doing right now. It's okay. (laughs) I'm Alex, and I am uh, looking forward to playing. Great, thank you, Alex. And no fucking clue, Justin is currently my favorite introduction. How did I get you? Yes, of course. You know what you're doing. Got it. All right, honestly, let's just say this. Since the fucking dawn of time or video games, whichever came first, how many people have honestly not admitted or or, or will uh, fucking deny that they've argued about video games before? I don't want to talk about Every, it. fuck you, everybody here has argued about video games. This is a goddamn car game about it. Donkey Kong Country sucks. Fuck off. It sucks. It's, it's, well, no, I it's kind of good. agree with the man over here. Look, look, that's not the question. That's not the question. <laughs> that's game the whole sucks. You play Donkey it's, Kong Country. <laughs> I wish there was a question here. Does Donkey Kong Country suck? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck all of you guys. All right, we're going to go ahead and commence the game. Judge Craig, all right. fucking bestow upon us the first question. Okay, here's how it works. I have a few cards. I'm going to play one. It has a question on it. And all the players 
have five cards each. Each card has a different game. They have to choose the card they want to argue for. And they have one minute of timing. Yo, we're timing it for a minute. Everyone must okay. play the Pretty much, we all have a minute. Yes. We Everyone have a minute down. to explain our argument, and we're all oh. going to have a round table about it. Greg is a sole judge. He is not taking any uh, subjective influences that otherwise may sway his decision. Like, no, you're the only judge? The sole arbiter. Right now, yeah. That's oh, my, that's, I want that to be my title. This will be different. <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty good band name. Halo. Soul Arbiter. Right, I've seen it. When everyone picks the card that they think best represents the question, they play it face down. We all no, we, you play it one at a time as you're... No, no, we no, 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 which created a more intense subculture? Oh, yes. Are we kidding? I got this. Not kidding. Slam! Slam for dramatic yeah, reverse. Take, take a look. Yeah. You're fine. Right, right, I can be the only dick in If you want to look at the uh, guys, a new challenger has appeared. Scott Henders is joining us. Oh, he's in. He's in. We're recording this, Scott. Yeah. By the way, so subculture as in like followers. Scott, introduce yourself. Yeah, Tell us about and jokes kind of Hello, my name so, is Scott really. Henders. I'm from Philadelphia, and I research how people search online. And you're in Zalgo. I do improv. Yes. <laughs> That's all wonderful. I'm excited that you're in. All right. So I've already put my card down. Everybody, fucking. My card is down. Well, you gotta know which card yeah, is yours. Right. Oh, let's make, let's make yeah, a cute... Make, don't make a deck. Don't yeah, make, make, just make, make a cute card shape. Like a star say, shape. I don't want to say right there. Or something like, no, no. Alright. So, which direction should we go in? Uh, I guess... Well, no, Should we go in the manner that we introduce ourselves? Would that make it easy? go dealer left, right? Yeah, to the left of the dealer. Alright, so go. Matt, don't ever say first. Everybody go. Yeah. Dealer's left. I'll, I'll take that. So, Matt's first. Do we all flip the card? Yeah, we all flip simultaneously so you know what you're going Okay. All right. Oh, I'm Everyone knows Blizzard because they have made all. I guess that time. Ah, everyone gets start over. Three seconds. Time. Everyone knows Blizzard because they make all of the biggest games now. World of Warcraft has been around for over ten years now. It all basically started with Diablo. What came first, Warcraft or Diablo? Warcraft. Warcraft. But Diablo was the one that was huge. It took us a decade later. We got Diablo too. People wanted this game so bad that it took us ten years, and we still got a sequel. How many other games can say that? They were still making expansion packs way after that. Diablo 2 said an expansion pack. No game even does that anymore. Everything's about DLC now. These are the guys that are sticking to it because they want to please their fans. Because their fans are so rabid that if they do anything wrong, they're going to lose their shit. They're just going to get upset and then Blizzard's going to feel like they screwed up. But they're still pleasing everybody this long after Diablo came out in 1997. That's more than 10 years. Wow, that's a long time between Diablo 12 and years. Diablo 2. Yep. Uh, Diablo has the most rabid fan base in game history. All right. It's a bold statement. All righty. I'll go ahead and participate next in the argument. Yes. 
Alright, so this is Georgia Boys X choosing Doom. And I feel that Doom better represents the answer to this fabled question, only due in large to the fact that it was a pioneer for the genre in which it helped propagate it, even to the year of 2013. At that point in time, when it came out in the early 90s, the entire concept of being able to view action through a first-person perspective and actually control movement within a 3D plane and perspective, and doing so, taking that and taking actual conceptual thought into uh, essentially fucking putting a lethal kill shot with guns and shooting that didn't operate on a 2D plane of left or right or up and down from jumping and platforming completely revolutionized the genre, even to the point where we're currently on our seventh generation of video games and first-person shooters are still heavily prevalent and are also <laughs> completely improving on the concept. Doom for the win! There we go. That, that's my convincing argument. Alright, next... I think we're missing the point of the question, which is what creates a more intense quote-unquote subculture? All of these games are great, they have a very intense fan base, but Farmville is the only one that you could say is a subculture of social gaming, which uh, evolved around the 2009-2010 era where social gaming was so influential that it created a, a buzzword and, and a whole realm of marketing around it. So we're looking for subcultures, social gaming, no other game on the table has that quality. So you still have seconds. 25 seconds. I feel like I'm going to yield my time to the table. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. That's Whoa. confident. The time, I don't like your confidence. The, the, time just, the time does not spread to the rest of the participants. <laughs> the time wafts away in the ether. Starting. Please. My argument is also pretty simple. Uh, there's nothing that creates more intensity in gaming subcultures than uh, console wars. Um, PlayStation versus Xbox, Nintendo versus Sega. Uh, this creates such intensity between these people that, that they attack. This is uh, Uncharted 2. Um, it, it creates such intensity among gamers that they they cling to some of the, the best games that these these consoles have. And Uncharted 2 is probably one of those games that most PlayStation 3 people will definitely say is this, is this is the game that we have, this is the game that we want, this is why we love the PlayStation. George and I were just talking in the hotel about Uncharted is both of our favorite uh, franchises of this generation. generation yeah. Alright, next. So, this is Justin. I put down Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> the reason I have for it is this is the pivotal point of games right now in a financial situation. This is either you love it or you hate it. These people, what? Oh, uh, so Call of Duty is known for just being a cash cow. <laughs> um, every single, uh, this is a game that's released yearly and people accuse it all the time of just being there just to make money. And, and on the flip side of the coin, there's a whole there's a whole another subculture that just believes that games should be created as an art form, that they should be something that's, that's enjoyed, um, and that like, your heart and soul should go into it. So this is the one part seconds. on the table that actually creates two subcultures almost clashing against each other, which I don't think any other part. I love oh, that you're fucking oh, timekeeper. Oh, yeah, I love if, if okay, the timekeeper thing. I mean. 
He was still rolling. I know, but it was so honorable. I, wanna, I like that you gave him a warning. I want to give you, you know, ten seconds. Like, all right, we gotta gotta finish it up. Also, because we're we're using a a very vast advanced recording device that has to rest on the same surface that we're resting on. Yeah, no, we're, we gotta we gotta avoid tapping. We no, apologize. No, I appreciate the enthusiasm. If this was video, <laughs> it would look really good. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, you ready? Okay. Don't kill this is, radio. This is our Purnell. Purnell shows the secret of Monkey Island, which is funny because he's barely touched it, but he knows about it, and that's the reason partly why he chose it. Because even for having very little exposure to Secret of Monkey Island, I do know it is one of LucasArts most popular adventure games. To this very day, people will talk it up. They will make jokes about it in public, and some guy from across the way will just randomly make the comment and make the callback to it like it's nothing. Everyone knows Monkey Island. It gets rebates to this day. Xbox Live gets it. I mean, PC still gets them. Hell, you can play the game anywhere for me. I can play it in five different ways whenever I want. I can talk to any number of people here who know about it. If anything, I'm the minority for not understanding it here. Minority. Yeah. Um, so, but I feel like it's a very prevalent subculture related to Secret of Monkey Island that goes even beyond my lack of knowledge on it. And I am done. I have to say that I'm glad I'm not the judge, only because I would have chose your argument just in the your fucking basis that you spoke in the third person. <laughs> Wait, uh, listeners and readers of PPR will know that Point Click Adventures are my favorite kind of game, and you're right, Monkey Island is one of my favorite games ever made. You should and be we're the totally judge. mad Matt's not the judge. <laughs> yep, too bad. Too much responsibility for Matt. I also appreciate the judge is pretty much staying quiet. I I love that though. He's Dude, he's taking his responsibility very seriously. I'm supposed to listen and start saying I wish... The fact that there are, what, seven that I have to parse through, <laughs> kind of wish I'd been taking notes. You better listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, this one's good. Huh. Well, my name is Other Craig, and the uh, the card I chose for this category was Final Fantasy VII. Uh, all I do is flip over the card, and people already knew they're gonna have a hard time beating this argument because it just you know, pioneered how people view RPGs. Already at this time, uh, you know, when Final Fantasy is becoming popular, it's already been creating its own culture of RPGs. And everybody, you know, when you think RPG, you think Final Fantasy. And some people would even argue that Seven is is one of the most liked you know RPG in the entirety of the Final Fantasy series. There's some people that you know to this day, even though they're up until like you know the 13s of the Final Fantasy, that they still you know would say that that's the truest of the Final Fantasy series. So uh, you know, as far as like creating a certain subculture within a culture, I think Final Fantasy is the uh, Seven is the epitome of, of this uh, card selection. You know what though? I'm fucking 28 and I love that game, but every year I get older, I question why I love it. So just, just so just so that's known. I played it last year. It's still good. It, I tried to play it last it, year. It, it that game is not fucking aged well. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I, I get to the same point. I get outside Midgar. I'm like, yep, I'm done. Block knuckles. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Space Invaders, this is a classic game, and it's important for us to remember that gaming itself is the most intense subculture. To break it into all these tiny little boxes doesn't have relevance to our society overall. Now, we wouldn't be where we are right now if it weren't for the intense arcade subculture of the 70s and 80s, of which Space Invaders was incredibly important. Um, hard for many of us to imagine at our age, but you know, as a small child, my father dragged me 
uh, to the arcade to play Space Invaders, to play Pac-Man. These are the games that sort of got people to start bringing games home and really playing them, you know, starting selling sell home consoles to sort of bring these ideas in. So it's really important to our whole subculture of gaming, which has brought us all here together, that these early games existed. And people still respond, you know, to, to these early games. A much larger uh, portion of our population. Alright. Uh, since we have so many people playing, and we shouldn't all do a rebuttal, but if you have any questions for anyone, all right. that might beef up your... That's a really good way to go. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of rebuttals. I mean, do you want to do that, or do you want to whittle it down to, like, the top three? I think oh, that's, I think that's, that's what I'm better. That's, that's what I was considering three. doing anyway. Okay. So, good job, Dustin. Maybe you do know what you're doing. And that's only 30 seconds. <laughs> On your way. I get 30 <laughs> seconds to whittle it down? No, it's Okay. And you can you can talk at your pop Yes, that's what I'm going to do. So... That's what makes great radio. Yes, I think... Um... A couple of these, the arguments were the fans just really love their game. And that's 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 good, but I don't know if that makes it necessarily an intense subculture. Again, this one, intense, that's really left up to me to decide what that means. Just like, uh, we, did, we did this before and we had a question about art. That was, what do I think art is? So I think I have to throw out Call of Duty Black Ops. Sorry, Justin. And probably Diablo. All right. Um, Farmville is going to have to go. I would have quit video games for Farmville 1. <laughs> no, Farmville is not going to win. Uh, I think Space Invaders goes. And here's the surprise upset. Final Fantasy 